Hey everyone, welcome aboard episode 42 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. And for the first time in, man, I can't even... Many weeks. Many weeks. It has been a while. All three of the namesakes previously listed are here in studio. As always, this is your weekly midweek break for reconnecting with the topics being discussed here at the Hospital Church. If you enjoy our weekly FHC takeaways to discuss with friends and family, then hey, you're in the right place. Thanks for joining us, and we're taking a deeper look at last week's message. But before we get there uh, in just a moment, last week our conversation was entitled Dark Corners, and we decided that if we won't get in the way, the Spirit's work in us will draw us like a moth to the light. He, by His grace, shines His light into every corner of our lives that we might see what needs to be confessed and repented. And you can catch that message by our senior pastor, Andy McDonald, in our mobile app or at our website, hospitalchurch.org. But seriously, download the mobile app. It's a lot faster. Now, on to this week's message, which is part two. Last week, Dark Corners was part one from our series, Passages, Rare Passages, not Passes, Passages Rarely Preached. Easy for me to say. Uh, this week, it was entitled Narrow Doors. And Andy, you mentioned that this message isn't so much rarely preached, perhaps, but improperly preached. <laughs> Pretty so, bold claim. I, was, I, was say, I, I wouldn't call that arrogant, Oh, but it was a really bold statement when I heard it. I thought, I like that. Uh, a little unusual for me to get that that uh, dogmatic about it. Well, it, it made me smile, and my wife looked over at me like, what is he smiling about? I just thought it was, I, got a, I got a little chuckle out of so it. So after the sermon, what do you say? Is it still? It's no longer – you can't say that anymore now, yeah, right? It, well <laughs> – well, I don't know. <laughs> it can still be rarely improperly preached. But, you know, I thought about the asker, if you will, in this story. And he, the guy seems pretty familiar to me. He uh, kind of reminds me, and maybe to many of us, reminds me of that guy. Uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, the man in the mirror. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, I find myself asking these same types of questions. And <laughs> we all want to be special. Well, and, and if and if you if you like to if you like to think as a Christian, and some Christians do like to think about being part of a inside track. Um, we've we're going to make heaven; it's going to be ours, and all those other people won't be there. Um, then then it's sort of it, that's sort of the questioner's attitude. Well, only if you be saved, as in I hope so. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it'll be us and, and our kind. I know, hope kind of it's thing. not those other guys, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it reminds me. A little bit of um, I, I won a trophy. It was a we were raising money for our camp, our summer camp, and I remember thinking, you know, I had done pretty good. I had out outdid my sisters, which is always a big deal. Yeah, and I had outdone most of the kids in our school. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to get a pretty nice sized trophy for this. And I get to <laughs> camp, you know, I get to the big celebration where they, you know, kind of honor all of the people that are there. And there's all these, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of trophies. And I'm thinking, well, these are for the yeah. people that didn't do very well. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out everybody, that, trophy was the everybody same? that raised money, period, oh. got a trophy. And I'm thinking, why did I work so hard? You know, that, And that's yeah. sort of the idea that I think sometimes is if everybody's going to get saved, why, why should I work so hard <laughs> at doing this? We don't see the joy in it. In yeah. the way God does that someone else is going to be saved, so hallelujah, yeah. right? We just lump it all in. Well, the first thing I thought about when I saw the title to the message and almost immediately following uh, when you started speaking 
when the question was asked of Jesus, Lord, will only be a few saved, was our episode 10, where Daryl Toll from Florida Hospital, president CEO, was our guest. And his message was the end of the beginning. And if you haven't been either heard that message and or the accompanying podcast, he described the Narrows. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he described it in the narrative of a trip that he took with his family to Zion National Park. The Narrows were wonderful. Where the Narrows were just this wonderful oasis of cool water to, you know, Mm -hmm. bask in. And even the temperature surrounding it is better. But outside of that is this really desert that is just almost inhospitable to any kind of life form. And so I would, you know, go back, episode 10, check that out. That was just the way he described it in, in, in his message as well, was really, really mm. fascinating. And um, maybe, I should, maybe I should have re-listened to that before I spoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering maybe, where the parallels maybe were. it would have been that many people having <laughs> misread mis- mis- or misspoke on this. But you said, the, you know, we really needed to understand things in terms of my effort, or he said, I guess, understanding things in the terms of my effort and I can't fix me. Versus finally realizing that trust in who God is and that he wants the best for me is key. And I found that the that's, parallels— that's similarities, yeah. Yeah, the parallels were really um, a lot the same. And you went on to say that striving versus surrender kind of was the, the theme and owning our spiritual bankruptcy. So exactly how does one go about finding the directions to solving or owning the problem of our spiritual bankruptcy? <laughs> Do we know what that is? That, does that yeah, look Jeff. the same for everyone? <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, the, um, it, it, is a, it is a difficult thing. I mean, the biggest, one of the biggest problems is that for the most part, we don't like to go there. No, we yeah. just you <laughs> that's, know, that's the biggest. That's yeah. the hardest part. And uh, and so we end up uh, either we do this work of comparing, or we do this work of of trying to find ways of things that we are actually. Uh, oh, I can I can do it this way. I can I can work really hard in this area. Yeah, and and we end up um, we end up neglecting the hard. Hardest part is just admitting who we really are, yeah. and uh, and I think uh, you know spiritual bankruptcy is not so much about our behavior or our actions, which is where we usually go, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. uh, as much as it is about where we, re- I mean, I loved Andy's last piece of uh, all God asks us to do is get to know Him, just to know Him. And that's the part where we end up being bankrupt is because we've missed – we've striven so hard to try to be the person that we think or we think God wants us to be yeah. as opposed to just opening up the time and the energy and the and, and the and actually the the things that we do and just saying, I, I just want to get to know God. Well, may, maybe in the yeah. era of um, generations who were super focused on business, for instance – and and a son just wanted to know his dad, mm-hmm. and the you know, dad's trying to provide well for his family. He's working really hard to try to you know be somebody in his mind, and the 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 kids just all the kids wanting is just some time in dad's presence to want to know him. And I think if we flip that around reversal, that's sort of like us and God. God's more like the like the kid who wants to spend time with us, and we're so mm-hmm. busy trying to prove how good we are or how what we can accomplish or what our resume should look like. That we like 
we don't have time to do that right now. We we got we got to we got to perform. Or the <laughs> things we think our kids should have. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we we think they yeah they they, they need all these things <laughs> that they really are, they don't, they'd rather have you right. and a cardboard box and a cardboard. <laughs> yeah, always the cardboard box, right? <laughs> well, I thought it was interesting the the comparison to or between my yoke is easy and my burden's light versus the narrow road and the narrow gate. The two pieces that we don't seem to ever put together but always put on their own where yeah Jesus you yeah, sure my yoke is easy and my burden is light and the, but you know we strive to enter in by the narrow <laughs> door right yeah. <laughs> that we try that other part that just but, but then when you look at them together you go that doesn't make any sense right, at all right. none and then the narrow you said that it, it excludes the pride and the self seekers mm. and that wasn't one I don't know maybe I've just missed that one but that seemed like a pretty good punch to the gut when you just you said it and you start kind of digesting that a little bit. But that's a narrow that we all have to look in the mirror and do the gut check on. And and that goes all the way back to Cain and Abel. This sure. isn't new. And it came to me uh, looking at, at the fact that <clears throat> the verse right before the, the narrow way in, in the Sermon on the Mount is the golden rule. Right. And, and then from Mount of Blessings where it says, you know, what made it really narrow and really hard is you got to give up pride and self, you know, your, your self-actualization kind of thing. And, and so much of that is tied to our identities or, right. or at least oh, our yeah. our vision of who mm-hmm. we are, maybe even just as a quote-unquote normal person. And then it seems like you add that layer of, well, now I'm a Christian and I'm a Christ follower. Now I've got this extra level. I got to perform. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I— I did have a question. This is something that I, well... Well, I hope you have the answer, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because, you know, we we say narrow, whenever we talk about that, and, uh, but is, shouldn't, when we talk about measuring behaviors and measuring what I do, I mean, we should, I mean, shouldn't we be saying it's impossible? In other words, it's not, and I understand where we're going with narrow, but but for people to say it's it's very very difficult for you to get in, but you can do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the reality is is that you can't do it. You can't, um, and that's the that's I mean, that's that, no, I think that's really that's really really uh, talking to his audience. He he was he was re- speaking to them in, into their vernacular. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I mean, to, to, sometimes we talk about it being striving to enter. It's a narrow gate, a narrow road. We we imagine that to be based upon my performance, and if I if I right. just get enough right, then I can I can squeeze my way through that narrow passage, as right. opposed to the real recognition is is that it's impossible for us. We we without being I'm the vine, you're the branches. Without me, you can do nothing. It's a pretty right. barren word, yeah. and so, <laughs> and so so it's right. narrow enough just for Christ. That's right. It. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. and and he's he's made the way possible. Right. But it's by our connection to him and the whole knowing him thing is what makes it you know, possible for us to be there at all. Yeah. Just enough room for him, not the remnant of the remnant. Uh, yeah. I, like, yeah, the, the, I like that because I think in many ways we still hear those same types of – you may not use those words. Right. They might be a bit outdated. But the thought process behind that is still very much alive mm-hmm. in the way that sometimes I think even our subconscious yeah. – feels about well in that same way the Jewish community yeah. back then thought about well you know it's got to be us well, or just this small group and we're thinking well maybe you know that's yeah, I'm sure that must be people like 
that think like me. Yeah, right? and, and sometimes we've received criticism. I shouldn't say we. I've received criticism. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't put it on you, Jeff. Um, I've received criticism because, like, you know, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. All, all the Christian churches talk about Jesus, Andy. Well, you know, tell us more about the deep things or the meat of the word. And we, I'm going back to Mickey Melton. Yeah, a little say, bit. there you go. But it, the, the recognition, the fact is, is that Jesus is the, the thing. Um, we, right. it's, it's not his teachings, even. It's following right. Jesus. And that's just really – everyone wants to be part of a special group again. Yeah. And remnants are just leftovers, folks. I mean <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. Oh, look my, at My the... mother would put all the remnants in little Tupperwares, and she was, you know, did not want to throw any food out. But if you put it in Tupperware and put it in the refrigerator until it's moldy, then it was okay to throw out because it was no good anymore. Right. So, so really – felt better about that. Our, denomin- our denominationally accepted delicacy of haystacks is really just remnants <laughs> then, right? Just... Is there something – no. Well – and I, I'm glad that you mentioned back to the milk and meat because we always do want to encourage people to go back because you know we're not just throwing darts at a wall. I shouldn't say we, okay, we're not we, but you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, as we're putting together messages right. here at the church, we're not just throwing darts at the wall. We're trying to take this journey that logically moves us from place to place, helps us grow. And really, one of the most gratifying parts of the message, personally to me, were the words that were spoken with conviction that dying to self was not the golden ticket to salvation or even to be included to some super secret or super superior club where only the remnant of the remnant reside and, you know, and judge the rest of us. Mm-hmm. But as a person that was asked to leave my church at one point um, in my journey where, you know, sent on a tangent for the next, you know, 15, 16 years, um, you know, you see people that, are on the cusp. You can tell they're there mm-hmm. and they're, they're balancing this all out in their head. You know, is this a place for me? Do I feel like I belong? Is this whole Jesus thing for me? And if we're not being affirmed that and, and being coached right. or taught and loved into the grace is what it is. There's enough room for Jesus. There's not room for everything else. And that to me, that's personally, uh, you know, that's why I love it here at the church. Yeah. And that's why, you know, to hear those messages makes a difference, and so I just wanted to say thank you for well, that. Well, you're welcome. But it, and, and the, the problem is, is that the belief that Jesus is that good and that He saves us totally by who He is and what He has done leaks out of us so fast. I, that's what church comes around every seven days. We got to hit. Re, we got to get replugged because because the the tendency in our culture and our nation and our in our lives here is performance and you you get what you earn and you achieve and that's why you, that's how you you study hard you get a good grade and so all that happens and it's really hard for us to even comprehend that everybody has been given an automatic a you know yeah that's 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 been put to our account. Okay, now enjoy life and act like an A student. You know, you got your A. <laughs> uh, it just changes. It changes the flavor. Yeah, and it's yeah. unfortunate because th- throughout your week, you get bombarded by things. Whether it's uh, whether it's stuff you do to yourself in terms of guilt and uh, just self defacing stuff that you put on yourself, or it's others. I mean, we hear sure. about our lack of of <laughs> doing well. <laughs> on, on many different levels, whether it's in traffic when somebody is angry with you for making a wrong turn, or or, or it's at the workplace, or even it's at home sometimes. Yeah, and and that and those pieces, uh, you know, we don't realize how much we, you know, we think we can we can counteract them by, you know, just saying, oh, I'm going to get over it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go do something fun or whatever. We were just talking about in yeah. staff today. We- 
those though that state of mind is so powerful we don't realize how in how impacting it is on our own physical and emotional and spiritual life so to have that time to come back to saying hey that's not god that's not how god looks at you that's not how god sees you get to know him find out and then so the the closer we get to him the the the, the not I want to say the easier but i for lack of a better word the the more peaceful our life becomes. I like that. And to I really, like to really believe that he looks at each one of us and says, you're my beloved son, you're my beloved daughter, and whom I am well pleased. Yeah. Well, and not because we are so good, yeah. because, but because Jesus has, stands between us and, and is the filter by which he sees us. And so, I mean, really, we, we so want to inflate our part, and we so want to deflate yeah. Jesus' part, but we really <laughs> need to get that switched around. Right. Well, and I like the willing to be willing line. Mm-hmm. Just that, you know, when you're talking about, you know, you've had that week, either you're, either you self destructed, you self imposed, or you yeah. took the brunt of somebody else's bad week. If we're just willing to be willing to let God be there and to do those things, that sometimes puts it in a, in a vernacular that maybe, you know, willing to be willing, that's kind of catchy. Maybe that yeah. just stays with us a little bit. So as we're running out of time, Our last FHC takeaway of this past week asked the question, what will it take for you to live assured Jesus is all you need? And I'm hoping that most of you listening already have that answer and have had it as one of your prized possessions in this world for some time. But uh, if you don't, uh, we'd love to hear what you think about it. And if you do, please share with us or someone directly that is searching what it took and what it takes for you to live that life of freedom that everybody wants because essentially, like Andy said, it makes us feel special and we all want to feel special. Uh, But to the final thing that I wanted to leave you with was from Andy himself that said the saddest part of this message and the message is when the Lord replies, I don't know you. Our work is to know Jesus and we do this by fixing and keeping our eyes on Jesus on whom our faith depends from start to finish. And that really wraps it up about as well as you can and what we need to do is to keep our eyes on Jesus, uh, spending time in the word, spending time together, uplifting each other and our church community. So you can send those to us via the church app, which is the easiest way to do it. And if you haven't downloaded that yet, you'll find the links to that in the show notes. Of course, all of the episodes are available Wednesday to Wednesday on the mobile app, iTunes, or hospitalchurch.org slash podcast. This week upcoming Most is, of our congregation will be at Camp Kalakwa for a church retreat. That is true. So maybe... Ha- happening here uh, is, oh, right. is actually a rerun of a sermon I preached in March of 2015 about orthopraxis and orthodoxy. That's and, right. It'll uh, be at noon, if I'm at correct. Noon. At noon. At noon. So noon only... service only, and there'll be, there will be one adult class. No children's classes, just one adult class at at, uh, 1045. Okay. And so next week, maybe we'll just take a break and we'll uh, fill you all in on the high points of what happened at Church Retreat. Oh, cool. That'll That'll be be fun. We can just kind of go and make a recap of that. And our speaker at Church Retreat actually is Alex Bryant. He he is senior senior pastor at Walla Walla. Walla Walla. Walla. I wanted to say a new Loma Linda. Walla Walla University Church. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, see, you don't want to miss that. There is still time up until this, uh, what, tomorrow? Well, actually, they can come up even for the weekend if they want. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, just – but go to the – Go to the app or the, all the information church website. There. Yeah, all their information's there. Got it. Okay, so until next Wednesday and episode 43, this is Randy for Andy, Jeff, and Tom saying thank you for joining us, and we will see you then.